0: I hope that tonight finds you all having a fantastic evening, and I hope your day was wonderful. Before we kick off, I just wanted to say happy birthday to Brother Chucky Payne. So, if you get a chance, maybe send him a message. I know he'd appreciate it. Um, it's his birthday today. It's a big, big one for most of us. So, um, I just want to wish you happy birthday, brother. I love you. Um, so, I'm going to get right into the message and try to get it to you as quickly as possible. I um, titled the message, God Meant It For Good, and I'm going to get through Genesis 37 through 50 really fast, um, 13 chapters, but there's a really, really good message, I think, in, in this. There's lots of different messages in this, but it's really the, the story of Joseph, um, and there's a lot to, to come out of Genesis that we could talk about, a lot to come out of these 13 chapters that we can really talk about. But I I really want to talk about what our outcomes are in our situations, right? Um, That sometimes we're put into situations we didn't ask for, we didn't prepare for, we didn't think would ever happen. But God meant it for good. And good things come of it. So um, I'm just going to start in in, in Genesis 37. Joseph was, was his favorite... Son of his father Jacob, right? Israel, and he was highly favored, and his brothers, well, they were jealous that that Jacob or, or the Joseph was was favored by his father, and so um, Joseph had lofty dreams, and third chapter thirty-seven starts out, and and even Jacob said, you know what? Are are, are me and and my wife. And my children are going to bow down to you because Jacob has such lofty dreams. Or excuse me, Joseph has such lofty dreams. Well, his his brothers envied him, and they plotted essentially to get rid of him. Um, they considered killing him, but they ended up uh, throwing him in a pit and selling him off for 20 shekels of silver. They, they sold him for 20 shekels of silver. This is Genesis thirty seven twenty eight. Um, and then they took his tunic back to his, his father and basically said that that you know he's he's gone you know there's blood all over it um, we're not sure what's happened so his father for as far as he was concerned he had lost his son his his favorite son um, and his brothers were happy that he was gone um, so eventually you know Jacob was sold in. Um, he was sold again to um, in, into the Pharaoh's house, right? Essentially, so um, and he became a basically a, a slave in, um, initially, and he, I'm going to read here real quick. No, nope, I'm not going to read here. So he. He was sold into and he was essentially betrayed by his master's wife. Like she wanted to be with him and he did not want to be with her. So she entrapped him and basically took his tunic, right? And then he ran off because he did not want to sleep with her. And then he ended up being in prison because of this. Well, while he was in prison, Pharaoh had a dream and he needed some uh, someone to interpret a dream, the dream for him. And the butler, um, the chief butler that was in prison with him, um, Joseph interpreted his dream that he would be getting out. Um, and so the chief butler forgot about Joseph until the, the time where Pharaoh had had this dream that he wanted interpreted. So then he, they, they went and they got Joseph to interpret this dream. Um, so then after Joseph interprets the dream for the pharaoh he is given the keys to the kingdom right so in in genesis 41:42 he is given the signet ring of the governor or excuse me of the pharaoh and he becomes governor of the land ruler of the land and the people and so he comes from from being betrayed by his brothers to being sold into slavery to becoming governor of the land in, in a very short period of time. Um, and then the dream, right? So in the dream of the Pharaoh, uh, Joseph predicted it and interpreted the dream and, and it come to fruition was seven years of plenty and then seven years of famine. And so he told them that you should be stocking up during the plenty to prepare for the famine, which is a good Message for all of us as well. Um, But what happened while he was in Egypt, right, and they were doing this, well, uh, once the seven years had passed and they went into the seven years of famine, well, then his his father and and their family was, was struggling in the land of Canaan where they were. So what they ended up doing was his brothers come down to Egypt to look for grain. And so they come down there and of course he didn't, they, they didn't recognize him and he didn't recognize them at first. Um, but, but then he eventually, um, recognized that, that it was them and they were lying to him. Even then they said that, uh, when, when, when he called them on, um, them being spies, um, they said, "No, we're not spies." You know, all of us are from the same father, and there is one more with him, and one is gone. So essentially, saying, you know, that the one is deceased, talking of him, and then uh, Benjamin was still with Jacob, and and Benjamin was Joseph's favorite, his brother as well for um, reasons. So, um, so this all occurred right in basically in chapter 42, 42, 13, is where. His brothers are lying to him again and basically saying that they have a dead brother in which they knew that they sold him into slavery and he likely wasn't dead, but maybe they were speculating or hoping he was dead. But at any rate, um, chapter 43 and 44 are pretty fun because in, in my mind, I think, I think Joseph is having fun with his brothers. He basically loads them up with grain, gives them back their money that they come to purchase this stuff, and he sends them back home. You know, and then they get home and they're surprised that they still have the money. And, and one of the brothers ended up having to stay because he wanted to bring ben. Uh I'm trying to be brief in the story. Um, go and read it, man. It's it's a fantastic story. A lot to be gained from it. Um, but, it, it, you know, it, I think of chapter 43 and 44 where, where Joseph is really just kind of having fun with his brothers. Um, but then... You know, we get to chapter 45, and, and he he wants to come clean with them. Um, he, he, he wants to tell them. So after after they come back, he tells them this. He says, uh, I'm going to read here, uh, 45, verse 4. And I think I'm going to go through 4 and 5 right here. It says, And Joseph said to his brothers, Please come near me. So they came near him, and then he said, I am Joseph, your brother.'" whom you sold into Egypt. But now do not therefore be grieved or angry with yourselves because you sold me here, for God sent me before you to preserve life. So he tells them, excuse me, I got some in my eye here. He tells them, uh, do not be afraid or be angry, for God sent me before you to save life. So, I could just imagine, um, had I done something like this to my brother, and my brother revealed himself to me, I would anticipate that he would be angry. Um, well, I'm sure that they were, and you're going to find out a little later that they, they worry about that. But but he told them, God sent me before you. So, he saw it differently than they saw it. And all that, he, that happened to him with him losing his family and being sold by his brothers, he's seen it as God sent him to prepare a way for them. Not that they got rid of him. They, they, God sent him to prepare a way. And so Pharaoh, he hears of this, and he basically um receives a, uh he ends up receiving for the blessing from Jacob because he brought all of Jacob ended up bringing his whole family down uh, once he was informed that his son Joseph was alive and of course they, he didn't believe it at first but but then he believed it so he come down and and was able to to see his son right and the Pharaoh they they gave Joseph and the and the and the family. They gave him some of the best land in in, in all of Egypt to, to, to look after. So this is how much Pharaoh loved Joseph. And then when he brought his family down there, he, he just gave him land and let him eat and drink of his supplies plentiful. Um, so Jacob provides a blessing towards Pharaoh in chapter 47, 10. Okay? And then... Jacob goes on and he he blesses all of his children before he passes because he was old in age. I believe he's 130 years old when he came into Egypt. Um, and so after he after he passed, um, his uh, Joseph's brothers got worried again. So over in, in Genesis 50, um, I'm going to read Genesis 50, 15 through 21. Um, you'll see that that Joseph's brothers were really worried after after Jacob had passed. And it says here, When Joseph's brothers saw that their father was dead, they said, Perhaps Joseph will hate us and may actually repay us for the evil which we did to him. So they were expecting repayment for the way that they treated him. So this is what they did. They didn't even have the fortitude to go to him about this. It says here in verse 16. So they sent a messengers to Joseph saying, before your father died, he commanded saying, thus you shall say to Joseph, I beg you, please forgive the trespasses of your brothers and their sin. So they're saying, that they, saying to Joseph, the messengers are, you know, hey, your brother's father, your father is begging you to please forgive your brother's for, for their trespasses and sin on them. Show them mercy, for they did evil against you. Um, it says, now, please forgive the trespasses of the servants of God, of your father. And it says here, and Joseph wept when they spoke to him. Joseph wept over the hurt of his brothers. Going on to verse 18, it says, Then his brothers also went and fell down before his face and said, Behold, we are your servants. So then his brothers come to him and gave themselves over to him um, as his servant and at his mercy. Right? And Joseph said to them, Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. For I am, for am I in the place of God? So he's basically telling them, you know, you don't, they need to bow down to me, essentially, is what he's meaning by that. He says here in verse 20, But as for you meant evil against me, God meant it for good. In order to bring it out, God meant it for good in order to bring it about as to this day to save many people alive. Now, therefore, do not be afraid. I will provide for you and your little ones. And then he comforted them and spoke kindly to them. And so it, it says here, he, Joseph tells them what you meant for evil, God meant it for good. And then he took care of them. And so I, there's a lot of lessons to be learned in this. And I know I went over it pretty fast. Um, but... What I want to kind of the point I want to drive home to you guys, to you men tonight, is look at the mercy and forgiveness that He showed after all that had happened to Him, it, and, and everything that they come against Him, His brothers come against Him. He could have let them suffer in famine. He could have, uh, but instead He brought them into Egypt and, and gave them them and, and part of the plenty that they stockpiled for the famine. Gave them some of uh, the best land that from Pharaoh. Um, and then he went on to, to be good to them and not repay them for evil, right? To not be spiteful. Um, he showed them love and mercy and compassion and grace, all these things that, that were called to show other people. And if, if our old flesh and blood can come against us like that, and Joseph can show that to others, what can we do? We can do that as well, right? We can show that. And then we can also take a negative situation that, that we just ended up in for whatever reason. You know, Joseph ended up there because of his brothers. Sure, he frustrated them. They were jealous of him. He said things and, and had lofty visions and dreams. But but they put him into that, right? And so, uh, but he turned it in to something great, right? Something God meant for good through God. God did that through him. And so I just I just ask you, man, seek God in your tribulation and whatever it is that you're going through, and God will turn it into something good. Man, that's all I have for you this night. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your evening. God bless you all. Have a wonderful night.